everyone. Welcome back to Rebelde Rewatch. I'm Elizabeth. Hi, guys. I'm Hortensia. And we are recapping some more episodes of Rebelde. If you haven't already uh, started listening to all the recaps we have, make sure to go back and start. We go from the beginning, episode one, all the way through where we are today. Uh, Today's episodes are 21 and 22. So if you haven't, go back and listen to the other ones and then join us back here to recap 21 and 22 with us today we are uh jumping back in if you guys remember on our last episode we left off at the uh club with the party that was going on um and so there's a lot of stuff that happens as a result of this escapade that they make and so this is where we're going to be spending most of our time for this episode kind of just like picking things up where they left off so I'll turn it over to you. Where do you want to get started? Um, well, yeah, as you mentioned, the club's like a big, it's a big deal because it's a, it's a, it's a place where we can see the kids acting in a different environment and um, a lot of stuff happens. So the first thing that we all, the big cliffhanger that came from the last episode was um, Diego was pretending to be drunk. He was drinking, but he's pretty much like pretending to be drunk and we all know he has some kind of revenge plan for Roberta. So um, it turns out he ends up like pretending he's faint, you know, passing out or something. And he has her, he says, Hey, can you help me? I don't, you know, I'm, I don't feel well, blah, blah. And so Roberta um, does help him into this room and he kind of first looks like he's going to attack her, but then he ends up kissing her and we see her, it initially fight him off sort of like push him away but then he says something about like I know I, I know you like me and I like you know he almost trails off he's it's almost like he's gonna say I and I like you too so it kind of stops her and that's where she kind of allows the kiss to happen but in this episode what happens next is that she ends up pushing him away again and she says you disgust me like get off of me or whatever and um and she takes off. And so, uh, and I think it's because she remembers like who he is and all the stuff he's done. And as much as she kind of gave into that moment, you know, her, her, her other feelings came out and, and Diego's just left there. He looks kind of hurt. I don't know if it's, here's the thing with this, with this moment. I don't know if he's in that kiss. He realized maybe he does sort of like her or he's just hurt somebody especially Roberta rejected him because you know he hasn't really been like you know he thinks he's a, he's he's the best guy at school and so I, I don't know if he feels like she should be happy I'm paying her any attention or if he's really just hurt you know like we I don't know it looks about his face he looks hurt and so it just kind of leaves it at that yeah. um and then she takes off and she goes back to her table with Luhan and she's in a bad mood and I think again I don't know. It seems like what happened to me, at least in my opinion, is that both of them felt maybe something that they both aren't quite sure why, because they hate each other, right? Like this whole time, they haven't been showing any interest, like romantically. It's been all, you know, I'm going to do this to you and you're going to, you know, I'm going to fight you back. And like, it's all been negative. And I think it's one of those things where either they didn't realize that maybe they've started to because they do focus on each other so much they've started to kind of you know sort of maybe crush on each other but it's so toxic that they're not ready for that you know mm-hmm. yeah so. I I'm also still a little confused I, I think I'm with you I can't tell if he's actually hurt I can't tell if this is part of his plan or if it was just kind of a spur of the moment thing I'm still not sure where it's supposed to land I think for Roberta she's confused and to your point like it she probably felt something she doesn't want to feel these things because she hates this guy (laughs) Um, and so she's just kind of upset at the whole thing probably part of part of it is like upset with herself like why am I feeling something for him Um, especially when he's treated her the way that he has and made like threats against her in her life Um, yeah but, and then, like, if you just look at it as, like, a big storytelling, it's the classic, like, enemies to, to lovers, right? So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I can't tell. I know eventually they're going to end up together, but I can't tell if, like, this moment itself was genuine or if it's just part of a plan that Diego has. Yeah. So, you know, he, it, it's sort of confusing because he hasn't really said 
what he's planning to do to anyone. So we don't have that background information. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, that's what's happening at that moment. And then, um, so this episode jumps a lot. It jumps from, you know, what's happening at the club to what's happening at the school. Um, and the main thing that's happening at the school that's important to this episode is that they figure out or they realize that all the kids are missing from mm-hmm. like the cuarto grado or whatever this group is um they're all missing and they're just you know like where are they you know they're the only yeah. one left I how do guess. you lose a whole class of kids yeah <laughs> how do you lose the whole class and so the only one left is still mm-hmm. and um so they kind of pressure in pressure him into saying uh you know telling them where are the kids like where did they go yeah. and and it was it was pretty like shady how he does it i was like you're so rude you're so mean because he says don't you want to get back at these kids that basically treat you like bully you and treat you bad or whatever mm-hmm. so it's basically using the fact that they bully him yeah um, which he knows and i'm like also do you better. don't stop it before right <laughs> yeah you don't stop it you don't do anything about him being bullied it's almost just like a whatever that's part of that's your role here you're just the, like the nerd that we're gonna bully but that they're gonna bully but um he Gandia says you're you know don't you want to get back at them and so that's sort of what we see they'll do he tells but this is not this is something that comes up later um we find out that he did tell tell them that they went to a club but he didn't tell them where he threw them off to like some other place because at that moment I wasn't sure if that's exactly where they went I Mm -hmm. didn't know if Dale was actually snitching on them or not but you know it turns out he doesn't so good Mm -hmm. for him because he was trying to be a good friend um but he also had to tell them something right so yeah um yeah he's stuck in a terrible situation I'm like ah if you had just gone to the party <laughs> but basically yeah he's his options are uh get in trouble with the director if we don't say anything or get in trouble with your peers because you snitch on them so he does the i guess the only thing he can do which is tell like a partial truth which is like they went out but then send them off on a wild goose chase elsewhere so that they can get back or at least like keep doing whatever they're doing. Exactly. Um, I do appreciate that Professor is kind of like trying to defend him. I'm like, he doesn't have to be the one to tell her. Like he might not know where they are. He was trying to, trying to save Dale, but it didn't work. Yeah. He, yeah. Cause we have a couple of other people in the scene. Like um, it's not just Gandia. It's uh, the professor, the new professor, um, and then we have Galia, who is the first, this is the first time we see uh, Gandia's wife, mm-hmm. the director's wife. He, um, she shows up out of nowhere, I guess, because it's the weekend. And so she's there and she's hearing this whole situation. But um, it was, it was nice to see like different perspectives because the prof- professor is trying to give Theo a way out because he knows like it's not fair to put him in that position. Mm-hmm. Um, but Gandia just wants to know where the kids are. So um, yeah, so that's what that's happening over there at the school while all of this other stuff's happening at the club. So we go back to the club and um, there's more trauma. So the, the next thing that happens is, you know, everybody's still partying, dancing, and Miguel is watching Roberta. And it's funny because it's not anything major, but he's sort of like checking her out. I think he's sort of checking her out because he's just <laughs> like, La Roberta's a really good dancer, you know, like, like he's just kind of watching her dance and stuff. And Selena's jealous because she, you know, she's, always jealous about any girl on Miguel but um you know I thought it was funny because Miguel first of all is Roberta's dance partner in the dance club so I'm like mm-hmm. you obviously should know Roberta's a, or you know like they've danced already so why is he acting like he hasn't watched her that's why I thought it was like he was taking her out because <laughs> it's like he's kind of like oh she is a good dancer you know kind of um but then um Selena Selena doesn't want to dance and I think it comes back to this whole thing of her being always self-conscious and she doesn't feel sure of herself and and so she doesn't want to um so then Roberta actually comes up to Miguel and takes him to the dance mm-hmm. floor and it was very natural and I think it's because again they're dance partners they're mm-hmm. they're uh, friends they're yeah. friends and she's not doing it with intentions of like you know flirting with him or taking him away from Selena she's just like let's dance you know mm-hmm. and he goes and he just starts dancing with her but then Selena's obviously disturbed and Mia shows up and um, all these guys are after her and she's like oh you know Miss Popular oh these boys won't leave me alone but as soon as Selena says like um, you know she's upset because look look at Miguel and Roberta and so mm-hmm. of course 
Mia's upset for Selena, but really she's also upset for herself. Yeah. Because <laughs> she's so jealous too, because she still likes Miguel, like as much mm-hmm. as she tries to fight it. And so um she quickly grabs Diego, who then when he finds out, because he's sort of like, What do you want? What do you want? She's like, Let's go right. dance. And it's like to show Roberta a lesson. And yeah. then he's like all for it. He's like, Okay. <laughs> and so there's this the scene where they're both the two couples, which we know are like the two prime couples, are dancing. So it's Mia and Diego and Roberta and Miguel. And so they're dancing, but obviously looking at the others, you know, like mm-hmm. because they're all trying to make each other like jealous or whatever, even though Roberta and Diego aren't into or don't have never talked about feelings with each other like or don't seem to have any feelings with each other they are now in this awkward situation because of that kiss and so um when the moment that everything changes though is and again it makes me feel like oh my gosh because again i am rooting for these couples even though i know it's all very toxic right now um but it's like the moment where miguel grabs mia to dance with her Mm. and then Roberta and Diego end up together and then they all just look at each other and you see this like questioning like especially in Roberta and Diego's like looks they're looking at each other like what's happening and again it's one of those moments where I feel like we start to see that slow like decision to to say like these two are gonna be Mm -hmm. you know they hate each other but they're slowly gonna start being interested in each other and it's sort of a special moment for any Diego and Roberta fans because it feels like oh like they look at look at the way they look at each other <laughs> but um but it's it's also like Roberta can't take it so she leaves mm-hmm. and we see Diego again he, in this episode I want to credit Christopher because I just feel like he makes all these expressions with his little face that just <laughs> don't you don't have to he doesn't have to say anything but his little like heartbroken look of like like her like oh like I don't know. He just looks vulnerable, and it's kind mm-hmm. of nice to see that side of Diego because we always see the jerk side of Diego. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so it helps. he has a very uh, still like a baby face, I think. Mm-hmm. And so it helps a lot in these next few episodes that we're gonna talk about. Like his hurt, like sad puppy dog eyes help. I think. <laughs> so what you're talking about, yeah, yeah, just his little sad face. And yes, you're right. He does have a very like baby face look in these, and 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 in. And he is, like, out of the group of these actors. He is the youngest. I believe Mm -hmm. when they were filming this, like, the first season, he was still a teenager. Like, he was probably maybe had just turned 18 or was. I I know he was pretty young. So he's the youngest of the the bunch. I think um, him and Dulce were the youngest. Dulce is, like, a year older than him maybe. But they're, they're pretty young. So he's pretty close to the age of his you know not the, i would say the closest to the age of the the, the character he's playing mm-hmm. not not truly because these are supposed to be really young kids but um but yeah it gives it helps to kind of transmit some of that vulnerability and like little like makes you feel bad because he, he has a little baby face and his little sad expressions um on the other hand we have me and and miguel and they're just staring at each other like and i'm thinking what happened to poor selena because <laughs> lost in the moment (laughs) i know if she's still there watching like can she not tell that there's something (laughs) exactly so it it gets to a point where there's even like the music changes and well the music changes as soon as they switch partners so the music that comes on is solo quedate en silencio which is one of the rvd songs and so it obviously like makes the moment feel even more intense because it's like romantic feelings all around and um the thing here though is that we obviously know the, the viewer obviously knows for sure me and Miguel have something going on but they just don't want to admit it and um and so they're really like you just don't know where it's gonna go I was almost worried they were gonna forget about everything and like just kids right there on the dance floor but they come <laughs> to they come to their senses and they kind of snap out of it and then we hear the club music start up again because everybody was still dancing it was just them in this like moment of like a bubble like oh you know we're just focused on ourselves but that's where they kind of realize like oh my gosh like what are we doing and also like what happened to selena you know and and so so i think that's where like they take off right like mia doesn't she take off and yeah takes off uh and and where is selena in the meantime is she is upset so she like walks away and 
joins Diego at the bar and they start sharing some drinks. <laughs> yeah. So we see the next thing we see is Selena. Yeah. She's drinking at the bar and Diego's kind of not helping because he's, you know, he's all upset about everything this whole night and he's giving her some other drinks. And I think it's, it's a lot for everybody. So mm-hmm. um, the thing that happens too, is that Mia doesn't find Selena, but she does find Vico mm-hmm. and sees her kissing Tomas out in the open for anybody to see. Yeah. And she, is on her way to stop her, I guess to chalk some sense into her, but then Giovanni stops her. Mm-hmm. And Giovanni's like, come on, let's dance. But she's trying to get away to try to go do that. And she doesn't do it discreetly enough where he doesn't realize where she's heading and and he sees like that what's happening with Vico and Tomas. So mm-hmm. at this point we know now more people are gonna even though I, I feel like everybody probably saw that because it's like right there (laughs) but you know it it shows that like okay now we are getting more and more people finding out the secret um about this this couple that's not supposed to be a couple um but yeah so she takes Vico to the restroom mm -hmm. uh to confront her and kind of tell her like hey you're being way too out in the open about this like when what are you trying to do what is this plan like don't you think you've had enough uh and so the problem is that they don't realize, of course, who's in the bathroom at the same time. Pilar. As always. <laughs> As always. And so she overhears. And so now we know that obviously Mia knows, Giovanni just saw, and now Pilar knows. And so it's just a matter of time before the whole school knows. Yeah. It's like she has like a radar for cheese or something. Like she's always around when things are going down. It's like, oh. You know something's gonna be said. Pilar's gonna be there, so um, <laughs> she's good at her job, I guess. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she should be like a journalist, an investigative <laughs> journalist. Um, yeah, so she's she's in there. She hears, and she's of course thinking, "Oh, I'm gonna, you know, use this for my anonymous." And so, what happens next, though, is that Lupita, I believe, comes and it's like, mm-hmm. "You have to come, you have to come quick." You know, like something's happening, and so. The next thing we see is, oh, so, so awkward. So I feel yeah. so like, I feel so much embarrassment for her because I know she's going to regret this. And it was just, she was doing things because she was under the influence. And I think, you know, she it was just a lot for Selena. Selena was on the stage and she's kind of like dancing with this, these other people that are just random people. But then she starts stripping and mm-hmm. it's like, oh, and it's only awkward because again, it's not something she would want to do. Like if she wanted to do that, good for her, right? Okay, go ahead. Do, do your thing girl but she's obviously drunk and she is is you know doing because she's hurt she's she's drunk she just now she's just having fun but it's also like she's not thinking because she's drunk and so um everybody's kind of like oh my god but nobody stops her that's what i was like that's Wait. What I was, nobody stops her. <laughs> yeah like mia's just standing there like like her and Miko are just like staring like they don't know what to do but i'm thinking just get on that stage and take your friend off the stage so the only one that acts that reacts is miguel and he jumps on the stage and covers her because at this point she's stripped i mean people are looking at her like you know and we don't know what what she showed but anyway um i just felt bad for her because i'm like oh poor selena and then um miguel covers her up and takes her off the stage finally and then that i mean it was just oh and then what happens next too was a kind of a, a crazy moment because we see, we hear some guys yelling some stuff. I think they're just random guys. And Roberta, who obviously doesn't like Selena, she still doesn't think that's cool. Like, she's mm-hmm. not for it. Because she she sees that it's like a girl who's in a vulnerable spot. And, yeah. and, you know, she probably knows Selena's drunk. And so she's like, she insults him. She says something to him, like, don't, basically saying, like, shut up. You know, don't say those things to, to this girl. And so this guy, this girl starts fight. You know, it's a fight, fight ensues because they, like, this girl's like, don't, don't touch him, you know, to this, to whoever this guy was. Yeah. So they, they all just start breaking they down. They all start fighting. And Miguel, yeah. of course, doesn't ever let anybody like <laughs> go down with that fight. So he comes over and punches the guy and, and then everybody just starts fighting. So it was super entertaining. Cause I'm like, oh my God, these kids make trouble no matter where they go. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so a fight breaks out. And of course that's going to cause more drama because they can't just sneak back into the school. Well, first of all, then they already knows they sneak, snuck out, but mm-hmm. now they're, extra in trouble because the police show up and they're like we're taking you all to jail you know because they can't get a hold of Alma and Alma was gonna try you know and Roberta knows Alma will come and save them but they can't get a hold of her because she's working and so Mia calls Franco mm-hmm. and Franco shows up and you know it, it, it it's funny because 
you know, these are the two parents that we're going to, like, we see that are, like, the most involved, even though I feel like all these other kids have parents, too, right? Where are all these parents? Right. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> we just see these. Same too. Yeah, we just see these two. And so they're very different. So then Alma shows up, and then there's a conflict between them two, because Franco thinks she's not taking it seriously enough, and she's she saying. She thinks it's just, like, harmless fun. Yeah, she's like, okay, they're kids. Like, they made a mistake. Like, let's just, it's, at least they're okay. That's the main thing, you know? But. They can't even agree on like <laughs> the situation. So yeah. um, I think at one point somebody suggested like, yeah, well, call your dad. And, and then they're like, no, because he's drunk. Um, but also like, I would never want to call Diego's dad. <laughs> yeah, like I would never suggest Diego's dad because he would no. probably have all those kids. Like he'd say Diego was innocent and arrest them all or I don't know, right. something <laughs> to like clean up his name. He'd probably be like, they drugged my son and brought him out here because Abustamante would never, you know, um, I don't know. So, so yeah. So, it it's just one thing. So they're all in trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to remember if there's anything else at the club before we go back to the school. But I think those were like the, the main club stuff. Is over. Yeah, yeah. The club stuff was over. So then, um, when we get back to the school, like the next, I guess they show us like the next day, right? They're all in trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, and Gandhi says he's gonna expel the person who. Um, came up with basically like the ringleader mm-hmm. and so you know of course you're gonna have all the kids who want to like snitch on Roberta and then you're gonna have people who are like no because we all are guilty or whatever mm-hmm. but there's a scene where I thought it was important to note that um so after they they're told that Roberta's kind of nervous because she knows a lot of these kids don't like her right so she's mm-hmm. she can't afford to get expelled because that means her dad will take her to take her away um, if she doesn't go to the school and so she really as much as she doesn't want to be there she can't you know she can't be expelled because that'll ruin everything and so um when when the when the professor leaves or whenever they all leave the kids are all talking amongst themselves and they're basically Diego saying like there was one person who was guilty and Mia actually has makes a point she says no we're all guilty because we all said yes like we all wanted to be part of it so I thought that was good for her to at least say that right um but Diego's like no it's all your fault and he points to Roberta you're the one that came up with the idea and so then of course almost another fight starts because Miguel stands up for Roberta and he almost fights Diego and again these kids can't solve anything without (laughs) without fighting (laughs) I know Um, yeah so so that's going to be a big problem because again Roberta knows it was her idea but she didn't do it with like she was doing it for a good cause. Like she just mm-hmm. wanted to raise like get útiles for the for Mayel basically, but for those becados, right? Yeah, so, and, and like they didn't have to go. Yeah, they didn't have to. Like they they wanted to. They all played part of it, and you know they could have all stayed home with Theo and like not gone to her party. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, one thing that came up that was funny too was like that professor he's you know they have his class next and so after mm-hmm. they had this argument about like who's you know who's gonna you're the guilty one Roberta and then he talks about ethics and how basically it, he says uh what does he say que es de cobardes uh los something soplones. About, mm-hmm. los soplones is algo de cobardes or something and I'm yeah. like okay <laughs> that's I I get what he's trying to do but I also think it's not always a good idea to tell people like you shouldn't I don't know it was it was interesting that came from the ethics guy because I'm like you know he should talk about how maybe there's there's always you have to think about what what the greater good is but also like I don't know it just seemed weird to come from him or like the situation dictates right like if something's major yes tell yeah exactly like when it's something like this where you guys all had a hand in it then I get that but the whole like snitches get stitches vibe <laughs> I know it's it was kind of like what okay okay well that's, that's what you got to say teacher yeah so um um meanwhile um Selena's been sick because she's been she's uh, hung over like, hung yeah from the night before yeah yeah so um we see her we see her in the restroom and Mia's trying to help her but um then another weird moment to me was when uh, Miguel is kind of just standing in his locker and suddenly all these girls are like, hi, Miguel, hi, Miguel. But I'm like, since when are they all interested yeah. in Miguel? It might, 
it might just be one of those things where it's just for funny moments because they they come by and they kind of like but one of them grabs his butt which i thought was not cool because i'm like uh in this day and age we would say like don't do that to people like yeah don't just grab people (laughs) yeah um yeah but it was it was like these girls are like oh hi you know flirty with him but he's just yeah i wasn't sure if that was gonna lead into something part of me thought well like is this uh because of something he did like they're you know he's gotten this attention or is this part of like uh something that's gonna happen with la logia it doesn't really go anywhere so i don't know to your point it might just be like a random time filler that they put in there (laughs) yeah it might be and then basically it all just it's just so that we can see that when he goes to his locker he um finds another letter from la logia Mm-hmm. Um, and basically it's because he has said he was going to leave and he hasn't left mm-hmm. school so they're obviously taking this as like you're not listening to our threats so yeah. you know here's another letter um, and so like a lot of stuff is happening still uh, I feel like what happens next is that you know Roberta is still worried about these kids she feels bad because I think she knows like deep down this was her idea and so she doesn't like people um you know like she's not a coward right so she kind of also feels like well fine and if if i'm gonna if everybody feels like they wouldn't be getting in trouble if it wasn't for me then i'll just tell on myself right Mm -hmm. um so she's kind of debating with that um but meanwhile alma and franco are in the office arguing with gandia because well they're arguing because they always argue when they're together <laughs> but they're both there to see Gandia because he wants to talk about what happened the night before with the kids and especially since um they were there you know they they're the ones that like so they want to talk about what the what the punishments are and all that stuff um and so we see some of that but then I guess another thing that's gonna that happens that's not as important but it's it comes up is that Giovanni tells Vico no he tells Tomas I saw you and Vico mm-hmm and basically, you know, I guess, I don't know, I don't know if he's gonna, he wants to use it for something, or if he's just trying to say, like, you should tell Diego, you know? Yeah, like, he kind of, like, gave him a chance, he gave him a heads up, like, I know. Yeah. And it could have been a chance for Tomas to come clean, <laughs> but he kind of mm-hmm. denies everything. He denies it, and then at that very moment, like, Vico shows up and is all, yeah, like, oh, like, all over him, kind of, like, she always does to try mm-hmm. to... I don't know. She's 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 kind of annoying at this point because I'm like, stop with this. Like, either carry out your plan and just finish it, or what is your plan again? But anyway, um, so then, but back to uh, back to Roberta. So she's decided I'm just gonna go tell myself, mm-hmm. you know, take the blame. And her friends are like, don't don't do that, you know. But then she goes and she starts telling Gandia that it was her idea. And he's, of course, like, yes, I knew this. I knew it would be you. Because he, he really doesn't like Roberta. Like, we <laughs> we see this every episode. Like, he just doesn't like her. But it's really just because of his relationship with Alma that he tolerates a lot. Um, and because sometimes he just doesn't have enough proof to get her, you know, kicked out or whatever. But this time he has something. And I think he feels like, yes, I can finally get rid of her. But then her friends show up like Miguel and Lujan and Nico and Lupita they all show up and say like if you if you get her in trouble like we're also to blame you know they don't want to leave her alone which I thought was really cool because it's like her friend group has her back um and so right that moment Roberta's mom and Franco come out of the office and just as as they do the next person to show up is Mia and she says no 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 don't try to take the blame like I also have some blame in this you know we all said and so she's telling her herself too and Franco's there and she's like oh because she she told her on herself in front of her dad um but I thought that was cool too because obviously Mia and Roberta don't like each other but she is just doing what's right what she thinks is right which is not letting Roberta go down as the only guilty person you know um and and while this is all happening Diego and who's again being a real jerk like he is back to his old jerk self forget the baby face he's a jerk (laughs) Um, because he's like in the they're in the classroom and the the rest of the group is talking because upset she's like well mia went and told herself too and she turned herself in and and maybe we should have all just you know taken the blame and this and that but um diego's just saying you know whatever like this school needs a cleaning anyway like it's good to get rid of some of these people and so it makes you kind of feel like 
I think the way they set it up like that is like you wonder if is Diego part of La Logia because for him to think you know like to me that's how it felt like like they're just we there's still so much mystery about who's in La Logia mm-hmm. that the way he's talking it's kind of like let's just get rid of some of these people that don't fit in our school you know mm-hmm. and and it makes him seem like a jerk and he is a jerk about everything so it just and especially about Roberta so he wants to get her kicked out he hates her again because I think of this whole incident from yesterday from the dance. And so um, it just made it made me feel like they kind of put it that way just to make him seem a little bit like he could be a suspect. But also just to show how he's being a jerk again. Um, yeah. And so I don't know. Um, I think the only le- thing left, I think, is. Oh, yeah. So there's two other major things that happen. I guess one of the things that happens is uh, after the, the students tell on themselves, right? Like uh-huh. uh, Alma's talking to Roberta and Franco's talking to Mia about their actions. And um, Roberta is like waiting, like she's expecting her mom to go like, you know, ballistic. And, and Alma actually just says like, I understand what you did and, I know that I raised a daughter who has like strong values and does what she believes. And so I'm actually really proud of you. She's proud of her for like the reason why she held the dance, right? Which is to give back to her classmates. And then also just the fact that she, you know, like owned up to her, her stuff. And so she, Roberta doesn't get in trouble by her mom. She's actually being like very supportive of of her and her actions. Yeah, she doesn't. And so she's really surprised because she thought she was going to get in trouble. But mm-hmm. um, but it, it shows how Alma sees her as someone who, again, and I, and I think because at the end of the day, she, she knows Roberta did, did, did this whole thing for a good cause. And, you know, unfortunately, because of everything that happened at the dance, it led to these major consequences um, where, I mean, I feel like it could go both ways because as a parent, like she shouldn't encourage her kid to break out of the school and Mm -hmm. do all this. But I can see where she's also saying, I get that sometimes there's a lot of rules around what y'all have to do. And sometimes these rules can be a little, you know, like it's okay if things that don't hurt people, uh, sometimes it's okay to like break the rules if you're doing something good. So that's how I felt like she was saying, but yeah, which I can see why Franco is completely opposite because to him it's like you follow the rules because this is like a school and you don't do this stuff and so they have different parenting styles for sure. Um, (laughs) And so she, Roberta, the the thing that happens though is that Roberta's upset because I think she's just tired of it. She's been dealing with a lot and she wants her her mom, she wishes she could leave the school. She says Mm -hmm. like, I don't want to be here. I don't fit here. I miss my old friends. So that's the first time she mentioned old friends. So I guess she did go maybe to another school somewhere. Um, and she, uh, she's like, I just want to leave because nobody here is worth it. But then Alma reminds her like, hey, your friend group stood up with you. You know, like they were there for you. And so she's like, well, that's five people. Not There's so many more bad than good, you know. Um, but... Um, and then she says something funny because I was like, even la flaquilla esa se te defendió, yeah. you know, and she's talking about Mia, but you know, it's, it's, it's just a point to make that it's like you, there is some good here, you know, you've already made some good friends. So mm-hmm. um, you have to kind of stick it out. They have no other choice. Um, so then Gandia comes in and he, she pretends she's like, la está regañando, like she's getting onto her about what she did um, because she knows that's what as a mom, she's supposed to be doing. Um, but but then, like, Gandia is basically going to talk to Alma on his own to talk about the punishment. And so the last thing that happens in this episode is that uh, Giovanni, since Domas didn't own up to his, like, his, mm-hmm. his, his secret, whatever, he um, decides to tell Diego. And I think Giovanni this whole time has also wanted to be more included. And maybe he's thinking, oh, this is a great way for since Tomas didn't own up to it, maybe I can become Diego's best friend since right. Tomas betrayed him. So he tells Diego about Tomas and Biko, and Diego doesn't believe him. And in this typical way, he he's very violent all the time, too. So he kind of pushes him around, like, don't say that stuff, don't, you know. And um, and, and then Giovanni's just like, you're going to you're gonna have to say, you know, apologize to me when you find out it's true. But that's the end of that episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and it's it's sad because you can see like Diego actually 
like Tomas is his only friend and so he can't imagine that his friend would do something like that but we all know he actually did um, yeah and so I don't know it's interesting and then it's also just kind of sad because Giovanni does want to be friends with Diego but more because of like the status that he holds so although he's doing the I guess a the right thing in like telling him it's also kind of just like well you're just doing this because you want to take the place so that you can elevate your status so do you really care about Diego or is it just because you know you want what he brings which is being popular yeah exactly so yeah so you you can't help but feel, feel bad because that is really like bad what you know like aside from everything else like the fact that your friend does this to you that's pretty bad so I think you see in Diego's face that he seems like just to think about it. He, he, again, he has that vulnerable look of like, what's like, would Tomas ever do that to me? Like, I don't think he Mm -hmm. believes it, but, but why, you know, like how, how can somebody say that? So he's kind of just thrown for, for loop. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, so it's going to be sad um, because then we get into episode 22. (laughs) And um, so, yeah, should we go ahead and just, just dive into that one? Yeah, I mean, let's jump in. It, it kind of just continues to deal with the aftermath of that party. So let's go straight into it. Yeah, so basically, you know, at this point, everybody's in trouble. Um, but because, thankfully, Roberta kind of, you know, she took she took the blame and then the rest of them took the blame or whatever. They decided not to. They were all punished. They weren't going to be able to leave the school or, or go anywhere or do anything. So they got less of a punishment so now everybody's being punished kind of individually if their parents are punishing them like mia her dad took away her credit cards Mm -hmm. and she's acting like it's the end of the world of course and um and so so yeah so you know it's like now they're just i think they're the only punishment is that they can't go out on the during the week but they can go out on the weekends Mm -hmm. um so so they're all talking they're at a table me and her friend group and um I really don't like how they're talking because we see the ugly side of Mia. Like I always like Mia, but when she gets super like in her, I miss miss better than everybody mode. She annoys me. Like she talks about Alma and calls her like a cabaratera, mm-hmm. um, and all this stuff. And I'm like, you don't have to disrespect a lady that you don't even know or call right. her something that she's not. You know, she's a performer. She's a singer. She's, but anyway, um, that annoys me. But. They're talking, and then Diego and Tomas show up. And, of course, Tomas, I mean, Diego still, you know, he didn't believe what Giovanni said, so he's still friends with Tomas. But then something gets thrown at their table. Mm-hmm. And um, it turns out it's one of those anonymous notes. Mm-hmm. So you want to talk about that one for a bit? I mean, it's right on time. And we know <laughs> that she knows because we let her in the last episode. So, yeah, basically it's the anonimo that we've all been waiting for, which it, it uncovers that. Vico and Tomas are hiding behind like Diego's back and like cheating on him right Mm -hmm. with each other so it it basically just confirms everything that Giovanni just told Diego Mm -hmm. uh, at the end of the last episode Uh, so obviously he gets upset and Tomas is like upset and scared because he he, I don't think he, he never really like wanted to hurt his friend he's just stupid and like went along I don't know so uh he's dumb and then Vico is kind of like shocked as well which I'm like Vico you were just playing with fire this whole time it was gonna come to light but I guess she thought she was gonna be the one that kind of like uncovered her own story and then that didn't happen so anyway they're all kind of just shocked that this news comes out yeah I don't know if she meant to hurt him I don't know what her her goal again we don't know because she just kept doing this for forever but I'm wondering if she meant to do it in another way, like maybe not so public or I don't know if she did want to publicly humiliate him because this this was it. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. this this moment, everybody hears and Diego looks really, really like devastated because not only is it his best friend who, like we mentioned, he only has one best friend, like only one real friend. Like that's the only yeah. person he hangs out with besides, you know, like the girls and stuff. So um, he he's devastated on that end but also in the fact that everybody heard that he was kind of like uh you know like the joke everybody's like you know finds out and so it's double it's like a double hit like he gets hurt by his best friend but then also and his girlfriend you know but then also um 
it's like everybody heard. So it's the whole school is going to know. And mm, he looks like a fool, you know, mm-hmm. in front of them. And I think that hurts him too. And so Vico is just, like you said, very shocked kind of, and Mia looks really upset with her. Cause she's like, you, you look what you've done. Cause mm-hmm. all along she knew that she was doing this. Like this was the goal. And she basically was trying to break up two best friends. Like she could have gotten back at Diego a different way, but why does she have to hurt him? And I'm not just blaming the placing the blame on, on Vico because it's also Tomas's fault. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the fact that you know Mia's like you put this idea out there, like you started this. Um, yeah. It's just it's just so like oh, it's pretty tense. <laughs> Yeah, because at first they're kind of just like playing it off like, it's not true, it's not true. But then Selena, because she's still kind of like hungover, she's like, oh, this is what you guys have been hiding from me. <laughs> yeah. So it kind of confirms like, oh, yeah, this is actually true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they're all kind of just caught in the lie, you know. And yeah. and so, but at least the lie's out because we've been, everybody's been holding this in, you know, the viewers are kind of wondering when was it all going to come out. Um, so there it is. and um, And yeah, so... Meanwhile, while this is happening, uh, Gandia is talking to Alma. Um, so timelines are weird because I don't, I don't know. Sometimes with the with the editing, like it seemed like it was another day, but it was I guess the same day. It must have been the same day because Alma's still at the school and she's talking to Gandia and but they're she's talking wearing about different clothes. So it could be the next. Day. Oh, it is okay. Okay, I can't. I couldn't remember. So then I guess she comes back to talk about Roberta and basically he says, "I'm not going to expel her." But I want her to go to therapy, mm-hmm. like, or I want her to see a psychologist because he thinks she's like got issues. And the thing here, though, is that it's the way therapy is viewed. <laughs> I'm like, man, I think nowadays we've come up, we've talked about this. Like, things have come a long way where we, un- people, as a society, I think a lot of people now understand that therapy is good. Like, mm-hmm. it can help you work through your problems. It can help you, um just understand yourself better it can help in many different ways and it's not something that's only for crazy you know because there's a stigma Mm -hmm. of like because even even Alma says I know it's like algo de de locos like something and Mm -hmm. it's like no like that stereotype of it being you know for people that are mentally unstable or mentally like it's unfortunately it's such a big thing in our culture like people Mm -hmm. don't view therapy as something beneficial um and thankfully, we've come a long way. I think we still could go even more, you know, there's still a need for that because, it, you know, with all things that people face and especially like after the pandemic and all these things, all these challenges, I think, hey, therapy is great. So, you know, if anybody needs help out there, just try to find it because it's it's important, you know, when you can't, when you can't find it somewhere else. But, but anyway, so that's, that's the condition. And, and Roberta's basically, you know, she's not told at this point, but that's the only way she gets to stay and so we know that again Roberta also how she is I don't think she's gonna like this so um I think again it's gonna help her if if she takes it seriously but we'll see and so um Diego oh so then while this is all happening too um Tomas is trying to I um talk to Diego he just won't listen and um and so there's like more of that like I think the only reason I point that out is because it's important to note that Diego, as hurt as he was, he doesn't lash out. He's an angry person normally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he's always, I mean, look at how he treats Roberta. Like, he's always, yeah. like, attacking her, and he's, like, and he he can't even, like, he just doesn't want to even see Tomas. Like, he can't mm-hmm. deal with it because he's so hurt, and he doesn't lash out like we'd expect him to. He sort of internalizes it. Yeah, he's um, really hurt. He's he really hurt. Tell. He's really hurt. And I think even Tomas tells him, like, hit me, like, bite me. Let's get this out in the open, you know. And, yeah. and he doesn't. He refuses because it's it's a different betrayal, I think, than he's ever. He's never faced something like this. I don't think he ever thought his best friend would do something like that. Yeah. Yeah, which is pretty, again, it's pretty sad because it is, like, as much as he's such a jerk, like, anybody who has who's gone through something like this i'm sure that's that's a that's a different kind of pain like you said because it's the person you trust you know like Mm -hmm. that's your best friend and for them to betray you like that um it's just probably something he can't he can't even like he can't even comprehend yet because he's just trying to like work through his feelings Mm -hmm. um so meanwhile uh franco is talking to miguel and he asks him to come work for him on the weekend right Mm -hmm. yeah so um 
and and then and I guess throughout the episode we'll see because it's it's a lot of the episode but I don't know if we just kind of want to talk over that a little bit because what happens is that Miguel does end up going to work for him over the weekend um but he's got to be hiding from Mia because Mia obviously doesn't know and Franco Mm -hmm. knows that she doesn't like Miguel and so they're just like let's keep it a secret and the whole episode is kind of awkward because he's hiding and she's around and she's there with Vico and Selena and um you know he has to keep hiding but he kind of hears stuff and you know he he has like some weird like fantasy of her um coming he's to sneaking him. around the house yeah <laughs> it's a creeper and he's like going into rooms that he shouldn't be going to because obviously he wants to get all this other information while he's there right like for his mm-hmm. revenge plan mm-hmm. so he's sneaking into her room and going through her stuff and her underwear it's just really awkward and weird Oh yeah, yeah. It, is, it is. Yeah, so it's it's weird. Oh, and I forgot to mention before he went on his way there, um, we had a moment of him in La Logia because, as mm-hmm. we know, he got the letter, and as he was heading towards Mia's, like he was walking to, I guess wherever he was gonna, maybe catch a bus or something, he um almost gets run over by a van, and it's and then the last thing we see is like a letter from La Logia, like a handprint, paper flying, like it was scattered on the floor. So we know it was them. Mm-hmm. trying to run over him but um i mean those are things that he should be worrying about instead of worrying about like <laughs> mia and her dad and whatever but um yeah so megan's just all over the place um with this mia thing and um oh i, I want to talk about one moment a couple moments after everything goes down with diego so um first roberta of course because you know in typical way she has to bother Diego like she makes fun of him for what Mm -hmm. for what happened and you know they're back to being their like we hate each other face Mm -hmm. after after that whole like incident at the club like you didn't know what direction things were going but then of course he was trying to like make her uh he was trying to like snitch on her and calling her out and so we see that they're back to hating each other um and she says, Melas lastima because of everything that, you know, what happened with Vico and Tomas. And so they're back to hating each other. Um, but then, um, Roberta, oh, one thing about Roberta, though. So she, she does some bad because she kind of kicks him when he's down. But then she does some good because then she, um, she goes and she thanks Mia for, for standing up to, you know, kind of turning herself in two during mm-hmm. the whole moment and she just says you know thanks for doing that and mia kind of twists it because again they can't just get along she's she's asked snooty and she's like you know kind of being snobby about it and so instead of just being like okay well you know it's the right thing to do the end mm-hmm. um she kind of make takes it to that other level again and roberta just thankfully doesn't keep it going she just says i'm just trying to thank you so let's leave it at that you know and but then right at that moment the i think the dance teacher shows up the new dance teacher the new dance teacher without being acknowledged they just swap out the actress and we have to pretend like nothing happened yeah so (laughs) it's like what uh aunt viv and fresh prince like nobody talks about it this is just it's (laughs) always been this person (laughs) i know it's kind of awkward for the viewer because earlier in the episode we saw the dance teacher and she's this blonde you know blonde girl this blonde lady and then now she shows up like random it's this other lady and we're supposed to just know that oh that's the dance teacher um and she's completely different she's got like curly reddish brown hair um just very different it, it's just really obvious it's not the same person but it's also funny because it's all normal like if we didn't know what was going on we'd be like who is this person but she's just supposed to be the dance teacher so it was it was funny um so yeah, so she says like I've decided to make one group and only one group, so there's no more Mia's group and no more Roberta's group, but everybody has to audition, and so of course there's going to be more problems because now everybody's going to have to like start over with the like rivalry of who's going to get in the dance group, and you know Mia takes that dance group very seriously, so mm-hmm. she's going to start preparing for that and and all that, but um yeah, so also. Roberta too I mean I think she wants to be in the dance group but it's also partly to just annoy Mia so 
she wants to, you know I think she does think like I'm natural because my mom is like a entertainer like she's a performer like mm-hmm. I'm naturally talented you know so they're both like in their own minds the best of the best um but yeah so we're gonna see more drama with that um what else is happening at the school um well, I guess Toma- oh no we see a lot of Marcelino too um yeah. So Marcelino's still at the hiding in that van and um, they've kind of fixed it up for him, but he's sad because Roberta took off for the weekend and didn't say bye to him. Mm-hmm. And Luján is, you know, kind of explaining, well, you know, she had to go and she's trying to entertain him because she's at home. I mean, she doesn't have anywhere to go either. So she stays on the school at school and um, they're talking, but then it turns out Roberta comes back and she brings a colchón that he's been wanting and so it's kind of a sweet moment because, you know, she does something for him that I don't know how she did, managed to do that. But she um, she brings him the colchón and they um, they're having, you know, fun there because she's really taken like a liking to him. She really cares about him now. But then they're having like this moment when Fabian calls and he says, I'm not going to be able to take care of, of Marcelino anymore. Mm-hmm. And so now it's like a big problem because what's Roberta supposed to do with this little kid? Yeah. And, well, I mean, uh, he's uh, telling her just take him to the orphanage, right? Like, they'll take yeah. care of him there. And obviously because of the bond that they've created and also just from Luhan's experience, they don't want to do that. Yeah, so they're they're definitely against that idea, but they're, they're only kids. Like, what are they supposed to do? So, I don't know. At this point, I feel like it's really out of their control. Like, they really should get an adult involved, but knowing them, I don't know how long this is going to take to... You know, it's like at this point, you guys can't solve this on your own. Like really? this is a this is a human like kid, like a little kid that somebody has to take care of. Like you can't. It's not like a puppy they can try to hide. <laughs> you know, um, I don't know. It's just it's just a big problem that they need to figure out. But at this point, they're still trying to keep it a secret and 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 stay keep them in that little room. Um, and so we'll see what happens. But um, yeah, I think. Uh, so then at some point, um, oh, well, okay. So I guess a couple of things happened before we get to close to the end. Um, so Diego is still depressed. You know, he's at home. On, it's the weekend. So he's at home and he's just kind of out of it. His dad says, you know, why don't you hang out with the mas? What's going on? Blah, blah, blah. And he acts like he has all these excuses, but he can his dad can tell something is going on. Mm-hmm. So in his typical fashion of being just a bad like a bad guy because i can't stand him he um he decides to like listen to diego's voicemails <laughs> like invade his privacy and listen to his voicemails to see what's happening because he can tell something's going on and um and so we'll probably see more of that in the next episodes um but then what else happens so one of the things that's like uh, happening in the background is that because Selena was, you know, recovering from her hangover, she was throwing up a lot. She was sick. Um, she she remarks about like I lo- the only good thing about getting drunk and throwing up is that she's lost some centimeter. You know, like she's lost some weight. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, unfortunately, what this plants for her is the idea of like, well, if I keep doing this, I can lose more weight. Um, she doesn't say that, but we see her later, you know, throwing up again. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's just going to add like another layer. We know that she already is self-conscious. We know that she, you know, feels like her weight is the issue. And so it just adds another layer of, you know, problems that now she's adding this eating disorder. Um, yeah. So- it's it's sad because you see that it's gonna start being like a dark path she's gonna go on because she thinks her life's gonna be so much better you know when she loses the weight and this and all that stuff so unfortunately you know she's gonna do something that's gonna affect her her health because she's trying to find a fast way to to do this and yeah right now nobody really kind of um knows about it i think I think Miguel, does Miguel hear? He heard her because this is when he's snooping around Mia's house. So he okay. hears her throwing up. He's not quite sure. 
what's happening. He can't go in there because he can't. He's trying not to get caught, right? So he yeah. can't do anything about it, but he does hear her. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's going to come up later on. Um, and then just the last two things that happened. So um, as we we're talking about Roberta and Marcelino, she's trying to figure out what to do. So she decides to call her mom's, try to get the information about her mom's lawyer. And um, as she's talking, she's outside of that of that van or whatever she that professor shows up and he's kind of like what are you doing here and she's like what are you doing here like like she's caught but she's trying to play it off and she um she says something to distract him and kind of pull him back away so he doesn't end up seeing marcelino at this point mm-hmm. um which is kind of like a close close call um and then the last thing i think is we're back at the at mia's house and like you said, Miguel's been snooping around, and at this point, she's she's going to look for her dad. Oh, because she's still upset about her credit cards or something, and she's mm-hmm. like, I'm going to go talk to my dad. And so she goes to the office, and who happens to be there? Miguel. So mm-hmm. she she basically finds out he's there. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's, that's where we end. Yeah, that's the end of that episode. So, so lots of stuff happening. A Our lot. Sisters. <laughs> Just keep digging their holes deeper and deeper. Yeah. Uh, that's episodes what 21 and 21 and 22 mm-hmm. um any you know favorite moment from the episode favorite uh character in these two episodes that stands out for this week i i mean i had a lot of fun with the dance club scenes those were all fun because there was just a lot happening and i think when you take them out of their regular day-to-day stuff it makes for a different type of uh, chaos so yeah. it was kind of fun um but i will say that my, the person i want to i guess shout out this week is roberta because i feel like she's um she did two things so first you know first of all I, or she's done a, a couple of things that have shown her good side she's she planned this whole thing so she can help miguel when he you know because he got attacked by la logia and he needed school supplies so she planned the party you know as a good a good deed mm-hmm. and then she t- owned up to her mistake she called out herself she, well she could have just been like no you know or or lied because she tends to lie sometimes too but she um she owned up to her mistake and you know she wasn't expecting her friends to like back her up so she just was planning to like take all the punishment herself mm-hmm. so good for her for for being brave to do that and then like third she's also really trying to help marcelino like i think having you know her really show that side of her that cares not just about her friends but like other people um is always nice to see so i just want to shout her out yeah she's bouncing a lot for a 14 15 year old however old they are Uh, yeah yeah like having a whole child to be responsible for Uh, so yeah i get i totally get that um yeah, I don't think there's really anybody else who stood out in a good way in these episodes. I mean, Mia had that moment where she, you know, stood up for her, you know, owned up to also sneaking out. But then she kind of negated that by being jerky later. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so people had a couple of good moments. But um, I think you're right in terms of like Roberta in these two has been doing a lot. Uh, and she's still getting into trouble, but she's doing it, I guess, for the right reasons. Mm hmm. All right. Anything else? No, I think that's it. So, I mean, good. Two episodes. There was a lot of stuff happening. And it's always fun to get those episodes where the story moves along so much with so much drama. But, um, you know, some of it's crazy and some of it, it's to move the story along. And and as we know, you know, to lead to bigger, bigger things. So, yeah. For sure. All right. Well, guys, if you uh, have any notes for us, if you think we missed something, um, if you want to point out another, you know, fun character, another fun moment from these two episodes, make sure to leave us a comment um, on here or on our Instagram and TikTok. You can follow us there. Make sure to follow the podcast to get notified of future episodes um, and let everybody know where they can find us. Yeah. So, yeah, if you can't, we we really just want to know if you're enjoying these. We're we're having fun rewatching. Obviously, we're rewatching the se- the series, but um, the novella. But we we also want to know what you all think. So if y'all want to share anything, you can do that on Instagram or TikTok, and that's at Rebelde Rewatch 
on both of those. So, you know, just drop us a comment, let us know, um, because this is all just, you know, for for sharing the, the love of the novella and just for fun to kind of relive these crazy adventures. Definitely. We want to hear from you guys. So give us your feedback. Um, and hopefully we will see you again on Thursday when we recap episodes 23 and 24. All right. All right. Thanks, y'all. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.